Welcome to Chillin' and Spillin', the podcast where three childhood friends take you on a journey about life, current topics, all while giving you the latest tea around. So you chill while we spill with your hosts, Alex, Hassan, and Daniela. And welcome back to season two. <laughs> One day we'll get the we'll sound get the board. board. <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll New Year it. resolution soundboard. Soundboard, yeah. yeah. So welcome back, New Year, twenty twenty four. New Year, same, same, same us. same <laughs> <us>. <laughs> um, how was everyone's week? Who's gonna go first? We'll, we'll leave you for last. Okay, Alex, we'll, we'll get we'll get to why Alex is a little got recover. Um, my week at work, um, it was kind of all over the place because yeah, Monday work. we it was like semi busy. And then Tuesday, no, not Monday, because that was New Year's. Tuesday, we were semi-busy. Wednesday, it was really slow. So the doctor was helping me with some school application stuff. And then Thursday, it ramped up, and we had like 32 patients, and we're just like hustling. And then, yeah, so it's kind of a mix uh, with work. And then, you know, Blair being, you know, for those who don't know, the Blair Bitch Project is my coworker, who just always has like some attitude or something going on with her. We don't know. The doctor thinks that she's she's angry at him because he's spending time with me, helping me with my like personal statement. Oh, she feels left out. Maybe, but she but that's just her. That's like her attention. But it's not like she's she's already set. Like she's already yeah. an MA, yeah. and that she's not pursuing any other education. Yeah. So why is she mad? Did we ever uh, find uh, out she's married? I don't know. I've never seen a ring on her finger. I was gonna say maybe that could be her New Year's resolution. <laughs> to get a, married. <laughs> find a man. Find a man. That man needs to run. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it would make her happier though. Yeah. I don't know. She she gives off like. She always wants to be in control. Who wants to be with a controlling woman? No, but like some guys like want that. Like, yeah. have you ever seen the memes that are like, "Well, someone's gonna reclaim that like my mac and cheese wasn't right or cooked right." Oh, I, ha- yeah, I have seen yeah, that. Yeah. So, I, I feel like she's too intense. She'll do that and more, mm. and probably give like a lot of attitude to like the boyfriend, whoever partner, and the like waitress or whatever. Yeah, she seems like the type of person that always just has to be right. So if there's ever any like yes. argument, she just will keep going and going until the guy is probably like, oh, you're right, you're right. That you is know? actually a great point because the doctor was saying something about like we need to give like th- something about three days of grace uh, when planning. Uh, three days grace. The band. <laughs> the, the band <laughs> played the band. in my head. <laughs> I also thought about it after yeah. the fact. I'm like, I'm just going to commit to it. Um, but he was saying something how we need to like have that availability for three days and she was like um what do you mean by that so he was like you know in our me <laughs> in our meetings that he had with like the uppers to like hold off that space for three days before we schedule patients i can't remember the the details but she was like I, I just don't understand why why three days because if we close on a if we do a biopsy on a thursday it takes a week for the results to come back so it doesn't make sense for us to wait three days to schedule a surgery it just it just doesn't make sense so she was going in circles and i don't know if the doctor gave up or he was like no yeah you know right blair you make a good point yeah yeah well yeah a week sounds about right i just said three days because it's what was suggested and she was like yeah it, does, it doesn't make sense it just doesn't oh i don't my understand God, fuck off You're literally not I, the and i'm there in the middle and i'm laughing and i'm trying to hold it in because it's the doctor to my left i'm sitting in the chair and blair's to my right and i'm like smiling because he just goes with it he doesn't really fight back with her because she's just a type of person that like Daniela said will keep going to prove that she's right until you either give up or just like be like yep you're you're right you have a point right now you're describing her she seems also like the type of person to where let's say the doctor just had a bad day had enough and he just told her like be quiet already or something like i said so she would be the type of person that just like leaves and cries or something yeah. or like leaves and gets offended and now you're the asshole because you didn't let her win yeah. After like five minutes of going in circles. Exactly. And then she, yeah, she'll cry. She'll probably go up to the uppers. Turn red. And, yeah, turn red. And be like, he's a misogynist or something. Oh he he thinks that she has an issue with like 
male authorities. Yeah, because it's all because she always has something to say against him. She had her beef with me for whatever ungodly reason. I'm just there, but like with the other females, she doesn't really say much. Granted, she's not working closely with them like she is with me and the doctor, but still, it's like ah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, she always seems has to be right about everything, and I'm like, doctor, you got you know, put some backbone. Because I was telling you when I was off, because I had the flu for like a week and I was dying. And the other MA came in to like cover my shift. Then the next week we had one work day. She came in to help because we were also super swamped. Me and her like alternated the room. So she'll room one, go with the doctor to see that patient. I'll room the next one, go with the doctor to see that patient. So I liked having that flip of like I'm not seeing every single patient because that's yeah. what I'm doing now. Blair mostly rooms them. Then I go in the room with the doctor, do all the charting, all that stuff. But it's kind of exhausting going back to back to back. I don't get that break. But when the other coworker was here, I had that moment to kind of breathe and do small administrative stuff. And the doctor tried to, he mentioned it once to Blair and she was like, I just don't understand why we need to do that. Oh. But if we're going to be busy, if we're going to see like, he wants 40 patients, it's going to be crazy for me to see 40 patients by myself every day. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think would happen if you just sit down and talk <clears throat> to her and you're like, Blair, like I like that I have that little room to breathe and it's just not just about me. Like you would have also when I'm in the room with the patient, you would also have that little room to breathe and it would just make it easier for everyone. Like I would be happier in my workplace. I don't think that that would make you necessarily unhappy. And the doctor likes working with both of us. I feel like if she really like, said, no. yeah, because if she said no to the doctor, I think she would just make an issue with me and be like, I just don't understand. I think we're doing fine. Just and that's what she told the doctor before. She was like, I think we're okay right now the way it is. So she's not open to change is the issue. Like, I don't feel comfortable coming up to her to talk to her about she anything. She sounds homophobic. She, <laughs> maybe. Does she know? <clears throat> she does, but it wasn't by choice. Like, I didn't tell her. I was talking to another coworker and I told her and she was, <laughs> the coworker was looking up jail like guys as a pen pal for me so look at this one <laughs> i know she's look at this one i'm like he's cute but what's the charge what is he in there for she's Domestic like violence. oh i can't see <laughs> i'm like i'm not going to be something with like a murderer or an assault if it's like embezzlement or fraud i can work with that but if it's wait like, to like be their pen pal or to date them this is sounding like, like <laughs> it was like pen pal to date or something like that i'm oh fucking dead so she, son i mean i was just joking i wasn't really gonna go with any of it i was joking with her sounds like, pretty open no, <laughs> You're a little too open. No, no, no. no. Because she was like, look, but he's in there for seven Blair's got the right idea. (laughs) No, but Blair came up, so she heard that, and my coworker was telling her this, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I want Blair to know, (laughs) but whatever. But I mean, she doesn't say anything about it. What'd she say? She was like, oh, okay. Yeah, she was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Because, again, it's like jail pal pal friends. (laughs) So it's like, and then my coworker was like, man, if I wasn't married, I would do it. Some of these guys could get it. I could do seven years. And I was like, oh, Okay, I, seven years, huh? She's like, yeah, you just, you know, message them, send them some money, you know, give them their eye care or whatever. And I'm like, girl, you got some issues. She was okay. like, it's fine. This is what we can do for you. You can, They can wait for you. You'll be in med school by the time you're out. They're out too. I'm like, no. Well, what are they going to do? Yeah. When they get out of school, when they get out of I, That's the jail. issue. That was like, this she, is reminding me, do you guys remember that meme from a few years ago of Jail Bay? It was like this like mugshot of this really attractive dude. <gasps> yes. And everybody was like, Jail Bay. That's oh, the name of the meme. Yes. Yeah. Jail Bay, Jail Bay. And with the pretty were, eyes. Yeah. yeah, with the pretty eyes. Yeah, yeah this is what this, this is reminding me that of. Be, that could be a show. You're onto something. Jail Bay. Jail Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Season one. Oh, hell no. Yeah, but yeah, so that's that's my week. That's Blair being you know difficult as always. Okay. Um, Daniela, what, what about you? How was your week? How's Petro doing? 
Petro, um, this week he left early two days um and then the other days he stayed in his office because he had a lot of catching up to do i think he has to like submit all the uh like accounting stuff to the accountants so that we can pay taxes and all that stuff um but he did tell me that he's not going to be there um today sunday he's not going to be there tomorrow he didn't tell me why so i assume that he's just taking the day off because when there is something that he has to do he tells me he's like oh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be here because i'm going to this meeting or i'm going to that meeting but he just told me straight up like oh i'm, I'm just not coming on monday so i was like hmm interesting okay early. and he just left two weeks for christmas and new year's yeah. and he's already leaving again so is he leaving just for that day or just for he's week? leaving for the day but oh. I think he was probably traveling this weekend. Like he probably because he left early on Friday. He left that too, um, and yeah, probably he left on Friday. Got wherever he traveled to on Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, he's probably coming back tomorrow. Mm. Um, so I'm like, oh my gosh, Petro. And then there's oh there is there is work tea. So I, I want you guys opinion. This is like Reddit stories, but like <laughs> real life, real, real life. <laughs> like, well, Reddit stories well, are real yeah, life, but like this is me. So. It, it, it was like so much drama this week because they have a shopping center um all the way in mineral springs which is durham basically okay. uh, yeah oh, wow. so it's two hours away um maybe like three three months ago this lady called us and she said that she wanted to see um rent the space from us um and i was like well you need to talk to um another one of my boss like petro like he he has as much uh say uh his name is john so you need to talk to john i don't know what she talked to john because she can barely speak english but in the contract like bottom line she accepted to take the space as is right as is like that means like you know if, if the floor is fucked up you're gonna move in there like that and this mm -hmm. is commercial this isn't like uh residential so she wanted to move in her business there. And what she does is she's like a discount outlet. So she sells things like she buys things, I guess, from stores that they're trying to get rid of. And then she sells them at the store for like half off or something mm -hmm. or less than half off. So it's a big warehouse. And she called me this week and she said that the AC system is the heating system is like messed up and that two ducts are missing in the back of the space. And so the back of the space is ice cold. The bathroom is ice cold. She says every single customer that goes in there complains that they're super uncomfortable in the bathroom because it's cold, like 30, 20 degrees in the bathroom. Yeah. And so damn. that's and their fault, though. <laughs> like they didn't they took it as is. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, so sh I, I told her that, but she was like, well, who was in here before? And I was like, it used to be a Boost Mobile, and they never really complained about it. Um, and so she was like, no, but, like, this is this is too cold. Like, like we can't do this. And, and, like, I have to be with, like, two jackets in here. It's miserable. My customers are miserable in here. And so I told John, and he sent out some technicians that work for us. And the technicians basically said, well, you need to replace this whole heating unit. Like landlords don't like to put money into properties because it's the, it's a business. Mm -hmm. So he was like, nope, we're not doing it. If she wants to, she, she if she wants to to like be comfortable in there, then she needs to invest in that. And that's like ten thousand yeah. dollars. And these are people that just started. Like this is their first business, like that they've ever done. So she was like, I don't have money for this. And then she was mad because the technician that we sent out there said, oh, a simple fix is just to turn your your heating up to like 85 to 89. But like, you know how expensive that is? The energy, yeah. Yeah, the energy. So he was like, no. So it was basically fighting back and forth. And the lady was like, well, she said, you guys did take it as, because she was like, is there any way that I can go and talk to Mr. John like in the office and stuff? And I was like, well, we're all the way in Charlotte, mm -hmm. uh, which is too. So she got pissed and she was like, every landlord is the same you guys buy these properties two hours away states away don't ever come to see like how they look blah blah blah, all this stuff and then she was like this is so unfair i was like well you took it as is ma'am 
like yeah john just does not want to budge but she told me like she's like this space is in terrible condition she's like even if i break my lease and i move out bottom line is like this has to have money put into it no matter who moves in there mm-hmm. you, you you like it it needs to be put into it's like miserable here the bathroom doesn't work she said like part of a chunk of the ceiling is missing what the fuck i know and so at that point i was like i i called john and i told him all of this and i was like you know and he was just like he was waving it off he was like mm, no i don't think we need to put a ceiling in there mm, no the i don't think i don't think like hvac is hvac is is needed um what else did she say oh yeah she said the door doesn't even close she said that at night when she leaves shop she has to put like a wood um okay. up against the door and he was like mm, she can fix the door and stuff if she wants so i'm like oh and like i heard these stories when i was like in college and stuff of these landlords just like mm. being so awful and i'm like now you're working with one <laughs> exactly (laughs) and i'm like fuck you know but yeah and she was just really upset she's like i think i'm gonna break my lease but then it it sucks because she's trapped if she breaks the lease so the lease is built in a way so like she signed for two years so john already expects every like they calculate what they're supposed to at the end how much money they're gonna make after the two years she breaks the lease she's expected to pay half of what he was supposed to make in the two years so that's like also over like ten thousand dollars in the two years Mm -hmm. so it's like (laughs) I don't know what you want to do. You can stay there and you're going to fucking suffer yeah. or you can break the lease, but you have to give financially outright. Suffer. Yeah. You have to financially suffer. So like, I don't know what you want to do. And she was just like super upset. And she called like three times this week and she was like, I'm going to send you pictures. I'm going to send you pictures. How can John have us like this? Like, like how can he live and sleep at night having us this way? She did send me a picture of like this little, I guess, internal thermometer. That shit read that it was 12 degrees in there. What the <gasps> hell? So I'm like, uh, oh, like, inhumane. I, like, I agree yeah. that it's her fault because she took it as is. But also it's like, how how much like, this is a person. Bro. Yeah. yeah, where's the humanity? Well, so I have a question. Are they able to look at the unit or the place before they like sign on for like the lease or whatever? Could it's because, they- yes, they, they, she could have walked it. But the thing is, because we're not there, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, for example, let's say that you owned a property in Kansas, mm-hmm. like, you know, and someone wants to go look at it. You're not there. So you have to have a third person. Like, let's mm-hmm. just say you find someone named Jerry and you tell Jerry, oh, meet with this woman, let her in and she can look at it mm-hmm. and then, you know, like close up and then just let me know what she thinks. Mm-hmm. But this like third person in the middle has to line up with his schedule. Sometimes he can, sometimes he can't and stuff like that. So she before she even signed with us, she kept trying to to see the space but this jerry guy just like he works other he's like a maintenance man or something so he just could never he was like oh that doesn't work for me and it worked for her couldn't work for him and she was just so eager to start her business Mm, that she just was like okay like i'm gonna just take it as is damn so i'm like oh my gosh that is tough yeah and from and then she was like well the lease what does the lease say and stuff and like the lease is like 50 pages long oh yeah and and nobody's gonna read that and so but because I work with them, like I know how to like control F and go into like the maintenance search stuff, yeah. search for it. So I'm like, it says right here that you're in charge of everything. So that made her even more pissed because she was like, so basically these contracts are made in a way where the landlord can't lose and I lose everything. So I have to be uncomfortable or I break the lease and pay $10,000 or and then or like even if it does, does break, I have to fix it. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, pretty much. She just like was on the phone ranting to me for like 30 minutes how it was unfair. And like, I mean, I get it, but just like you know should have read the lease i don't know yeah that's hard. that's that's tough it is because i can see it because well, she doesn't ways. speak english so she needs exactly. she need to hire someone to do oh, it. oh that's exactly. another thing yeah yeah so it's like i don't know it was it was tough i think i do think john should be a little more humane 
um especially because like they're like very very christian where i work yeah so it's right. like <clears throat> what would jesus do or exactly. orthodox mary what would she do exactly so it's like you know that's where that part of your personality is supposed to come out like be a yeah. little bit you know more understanding and stuff plus I see it in a way that if he does fix it, the the heating or whatever it needs to be fixed in the long run, he's going to win because then he won't exactly. have to worry about it for like 10 years. It's an yeah. investment. Like he, it's worth, yeah, you can spend some money now, but you'll gain it back in the years to come. At least to do the bare minimum. I think the ceiling do that. There's a hole in the fucking yeah. ceiling. Yeah. Cle- like patch up the ceiling, fix the damn door. Like how is she supposed to lock up and do some ghetto wood metal ratchet thing to keep it closed? <laughs> I mean like, yeah, do that. I'm Okay. The HVAC is important. It's going to be a money investment. Maybe they could come to an agreement of like, hey, I can put in 5000 for it. Can you put in 5000 Or for her, just for now, get heaters and a heating blanket and just try to... That's what I told her. That's awful. The, like 12 I, degrees I, inside. No, that's I not know. even... But oh it's like, God. that's the... I, I told her, I was like, minimum. you could go to Costco. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> get a space heater. And she was like, yeah, basically... She's like, like, <laughs> yeah. She was like, no, I don't want a fucking space heater. And I was I like... Wish fixed. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. And she and she was like... She started coming at me. And I was like, hey, hey, hey. Like, okay, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey. Like, don't kill the messenger. Like, I don't have any say in this. Yeah. I'm just a receptionist. Yeah. Like, I'm just a... I'm just a person. I'm just a person. I'm just one woman. I'm just a baby. Yeah. So I was like, man. But yeah, I emailed John and every I would email John like a paragraph right. and like I would try to chat GPT it so like I I went on chat GPT and I explained it to to the AI in my own words and I was like please help me write an email that will pull on the heartstrings of like <laughs> you know like persuasive email to to come to an agreement um, for this for this issue and so yeah even chat GPT was like this sounds awful like here you go <laughs> and stuff and yeah like it gave me an email it was really good I tweaked up some stuff I sent it to him. It, the email was at least like two paragraphs long explaining mm-hmm. and like, oh, would you be able to understand and stuff and all that. And like he would really just respond with like a sentence at most. He'd be like, no, that doesn't really sound feasible to me right now. Sent no. from iPhone. Yes. <laughs> sent from iPhone. Yeah. And I was like, motherfucker, bro. Like, yeah. So it's like and she's pissed because she's like, I've never even met this John guy. Nobody has ever met this John. Like no, no, I've, no, I've no. met him, but like he doesn't work in the office. He right. He's just like, you know, collects his rents and just lives his life and stuff like Fucks I don't over really see people. Yeah, I don't really see him. So that was the drama this week. Christians. Am I right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm kind of like, you know, it's like they need to do better need to do better because because that's also something i don't understand like every end of the month at the end of every single month out of their checkbooks i like roughly you know because i don't know if i want to say how much but roughly at the end of every month they invest 50k into charities into church contributions for show and it's like you know how are you giving i write like you know i write so many checks to, to charities and stuff like that for them contributions and all that like hurricane relief earthquake relief fund everything and it's like okay you do that at the end of every month like you're willing to put in 50 to sometimes 70k depending on the month on stuff like that but you're not willing to give this lady her fucking unit and she's your tenant she's giving you money these people i'm not saying that you know like the less fortunate should give you money but like in your heart you find some way to give money to the like less you're directly fortunate. responsible for this exactly yeah. exactly and there alex alex was it's like off the show. Condense my yapping. <laughs> yeah alex condensed my yapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so it's like i don't know it's kind of 
it's just for sure it's just be like oh look at me i donate 50k every single right. month but in the foreground is or the background is like a lady waving a flag like i'm freezing you know <laughs> the yeah. flag is aren't frozen. those tax deductible yeah for the charity stuff yeah that's so, that yeah that's messed up they're yeah. not christian they're just greedy <laughs> gotta open up their book and went 15 tally marks <laughs> <laughs> i will send someone for you they are tax deductible but I don't know. They don't get that much back. You should send John uh, a, the picture of like Virgin Mary every day. <laughs> I should. With like the, the tenant attached with it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like please. Photoshop it. For real. So for real. I hope something is done. Cause I do. I really do feel bad for that lady and stuff. Yeah, that's horrible. Like yeah, she's just trying to make 12, a living. 12 degrees. Bro. I know. I was like, damn. I know. That's awful. Yeah. No. So yeah, other than that, my week has been good. Um, yeah. My, my boyfriend Marco's visiting from out of town. So I come back home so tired from work. I don't, we don't we haven't done that much but yeah this weekend it was a little fun fun more fun we did um yesterday was like the rosca it, for people that don't know it's like this mexican tradition it's like uh king's i guess king's day what like so. whatever yes. so yeah. you get it's basically like a bread um it looks like a big donut and then inside um is like little plastic babies and families get gather around they take turns cutting pieces of the bread and then if you get um, a baby in your piece of bread that counts basically as a tally and then later on like the first week of february the family who gets the most babies has to host a party at their house and it's just supposed to be like the significance religious significance is supposed to be like remembering and com- commemorating is that how you say it? yeah commemorating uh, the birth of jesus and and all that that fun stuff so it was fun it was fun my family did not get that many babies so i'm so happy because i don't want to host anything at my house anymore yeah <laughs> yeah the um, cleaning that comes with it exactly so um but yeah it was fun the bread was good yeah pretty came actually oh yeah she she likes she likes that she likes that stuff yeah so she came hung out with my family and stuff brought us these really good empanadas shout out to pretty so yeah um but yeah that was my week alex alex how was was your week (laughs) (laughs) well first work stuff um this week because the new year uh, and i work in a clinic and so i work mostly with like insurance stuff so when i scheduled these surgeries for january um, I have to check their insurance benefits, but because the new year starts in like January 1st, I can't check anything. They'll tell me like, oh, like you have to check back in the new year. So I basically had like 20 or 25 like cases of like stuff that like I had to check uh, their benefits uh, for January. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a pain. Cause like all of December I did nothing because like everything was going to be in January. And then now I come back January 2nd for work and like i have this whole pile and i was like oh my god but i actually did it like in two days i cleared it all in two days and i was like oh wow look at me i did such a good job hard worker (laughs) and no one knows (laughs) (laughs) so here's me giving myself a shout out um but yeah work hasn't been crazy um my doctor uh kind of like the same way blair is about like if you try to propose something like oh i think this would be better um he's kind of like no i think we can manage this but his sense is like I tell him, hey, like this patient you sent uh, a surgery for, you said to get her in within the week, but you don't have any time. Do you want to do it like during lunchtime or something like that? And he was like, no, I don't want to do it during lunch at all. And I was like, well, it's going to be like two weeks or so. And he was like, no, we can find time. I was like, how if you're going to be late for clinic then? Yeah, do you not see your own schedule? (laughs) Exactly. And so it ends up being like him, like, no, it'll work out. And I do it. And I'm like, this is going to be a pain for the MAs and front desk because they're going to get like, complaints like why is the doctor taking so long and then they're gonna be like he's in surgery and they're gonna be like why the fuck is he in surgery (laughs) but um 
so he's kind of like that and i tried telling him like hey like i have this one thing you're gonna be here um at this one hospital but this insurance this patient's insurance takes it at this specific hospital so i was gonna say if you want to go here first then here and then you'll be ready for your clinic Mm -hmm. and he was like uh i don't think so (laughs) i was like okay well fuck me um (laughs) so yeah that was this week wasn't too crazy last night lord um saturday (laughs) night um our friend Adrian, he was on a couple podcasts ago, and he texted me saying, uh, "Hey, do you want to play? Do you want to come to Top Golf with us with uh, our friend Christopher?" And who was he, also on the podcast? He was also on the podcast, <laughs> and he has a friend that's visiting um, Charlotte, and she wants to like bar hop and explore mm-hmm. Charlotte and everything. And I was like, "Sure, why not?" Um, and because I didn't have any plans, so I was like, "It finally gets me out of the house, and I can actually like go out and stuff." And I go, we played top golf, uh, we go bar hopping. Um, we went early because like it was like eight eight p.m. and at that point, like still like this one bar has like games, like uh, arcade stuff. They had board games as well, and uh, it was basically the point that like still families can come in with their kids, and so like it becomes a club later on. I think like after nine or ten, and so we were still there early. And so we went there. We went to another bar. Um, we went to some other place that like they had, they had to make a reservation for like at midnight and it was basically, you can, you come in, the server asks what kind of like drinks are you like, are you interested in, in terms of like, do you like citrusy stuff? Do you like, uh, like thick, I don't know. Um, creamy, yeah, creamy things. Um, and so they, you tell them what you like and they bring out something that like, they'll think, Oh, like you might like this. And they present it like, professionally like oh this is like uh tequila base with like mango and uh, dragon fruit juice whatever so Ooh. it was really cool because like you don't know what you're gonna get yeah and it's a mystery it was a mystery yeah and so i had a couple things there um we were walking around like all uptown like everything like spread out so like we walked to two bars and we had to take an uber to another one then take back the light rail because our cars were somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of walking. And I was like tired because I went to the gym on Friday and it was leg day. So I was like exhausted. Uh, and then this morning I woke up like hella sick. Like I was feeling like I wanted to throw up or I was like, I couldn't. And it wasn't until like an hour before this podcast. That, like, I actually did. And I felt heavenly. <laughs> it was purged the sins. <laughs> Quickly just cleaned the bathroom too of all the mess that I made. <laughs> oh God. But it's clean. So. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, we, we appreciate it. Cleaning your purge sins all over the bathroom. Dead ass. I didn't, and, and I didn't get home till like four o'clock, basically. And I felt disgusting. So I had to take a shower. I and hate then go that. To bed. For the streets. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that when I get home so late and I still have to shower. I'm like, God, why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I just take the L sometimes. Yeah. You so take the L. Here I am <laughs> drinking two Gatorades. <laughs> Yeah, I, recovering. Yeah, he He's going. Yeah, recovering. you should have. You you should have like ate some soup or something. Like got I some. I should have. Got some yeah. pho or something. Think, okay, I didn't think I was gonna throw up. Oh, a lot fun. of it was just like my stomach problems. I thought at first it was like that drink. Adrian had that had like an egg in it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my god, like what kind of thing is this? But um, but then afterwards, I was like, I literally lay down in bed all morning. I had breakfast with my mom mm-hmm. at like eleven thirty. Could you uh, even eat? I I ate. Mostly because like I didn't have much to eat last night, and I didn't drink a lot of water, so I was like mm, dangerous, trying to get as many carbs in, 
and you should know better by now we're 25 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not your first horrible rodeo. hangover yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not your first, first rodeo it's, what is this my second time i think it's your second time second maybe time throwing third. up so maybe third. it's not maybe that third. experience <laughs> yeah uh well, at least you feel better now. Yeah, yeah what, I feel a lot better. What'd your mom say? She didn't, I didn't tell her. <laughs> oh. That as I was upstairs, like in, in my room, laying down, I was like, uh, and she's downstairs, like cooking, cooking dinner, one for my sister, because she went, she went back to work after maternity leave. And oh. so she's helping what her out with worker. food and, and she was making enough for us as well. So she's downstairs playing a podcast on the Alexa yes. and like, you Not know, like worse. the vent on the, on the oven is on to like diffuse what the air yeah, or whatever. Air. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm upstairs and I'm like, okay, oh. there's enough noise. I turn on like the, the fan on the, in the bathroom as well to make this to diffuse the noise. And I'm just like, and I come downstairs, like I like, I wash my mouth, everything. <laughs> I come downstairs and I was what, trying what to get some that? water. And she was like, guess it's me. I was like, nah, nah. <laughs> I can come under agua. I'm fine. Everything's yeah. fine. It's like okay. a tear. Yeah. For real. Oh, yeah. I was just brushing my teeth no. and I hit the back of my throat. Oh. You know, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know real? have you seen that meme where it's like, it's like a mask and it's like the, like, it's like a text, like just oh. a happy face and like in the back, Behind he's like crying. Like crying. Yeah. <laughs> Snot coming out, everything. That was, that was, that was literally uh, me. And oh, then I, t- I called my brother afterwards because I was like, he's not home yet. But he's been out all day, so he should be coming back at some point. So I called him, and I was like, "Here, are you on, on your way home?" He was like, "Yeah, I'm two minutes away." And I was like, "Can you get me a Gatorade, please?" He was like, "Bro, what the fuck?" And I was like, "Please, bro, like, <laughs> I need these electrolytes right now." And he was like, "No, nah, drink some water." I was like, "No, I just threw up." And he was like, ah, "Fine." And like, he's literally like at the point where like he's on this main street that like it'll turn into our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So he, okay, so oh. he had to keep going straight yeah. to the next to the grocery store and get me something. And he was like, "What flavors do you want?" I was like, "Give me an orange and a blue one." Still <laughs> <laughs> so picky, like oh. no. You should have asked like, for soup too. I would have got you the Honest, orange one. Ain't nobody like the orange one. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know the like, orange Gatorade? Yeah, I don't like the I orange one. I you don't got, like the orange ones? No, no. Oh, that's like it's like a meme that people don't like that one. Oh, I, I just I don't know that. I like oh. the I like the blue one or the pink one or the white one. Gay. Gay. Yeah, that's right. I like. Say it again. I like the blue one and the green one. That's what Kevin told me. He was like, "Why don't you want the the green one?" He was like, "It's really good for you." I was like, "Is it? It's the same shit." <laughs> yeah, it's just different flavors. But he was like, "It's the original flavor." I was like, "Nah, I want the I want the orange one." He didn't get me the orange. He got me the red one. That's Go. so good. Fruit punch is yeah, good. Fruit punch it is, is good. good. He, he knows that. No, I think I read online that like when you feel bad or hungover or whatever, Gatorade's actually like not good for you because oh. it's like a lot of sugar. I well, you, it's like the. <laughs> he even told me he was like, "Do you want the zero sugar one?" I was like, "Nah." <laughs> oh god, that's one I get. I have no, to get the, it. I I've never been hungover because I I don't drink, but I re- remember when I um worked at Best Buy I was like super. I just felt super shitty one day. I drank these little packets called Liquid IV. Have you ever had some? Oh, I've heard that, of that. That is like, that's magic right there. And it's it's just electrolytes and like a little bit of sodium and stuff. But oh, it's supposed nice. to do the same thing as Gatorade for you. It doesn't have the sugar. It doesn't like have anything. Oh, it's I get a- the zero anyways because yeah, diabetic. Yeah. So. Yeah. But wow. okay. In breaking news. Breaking this news. week we got Epstein's list revealed. Some of it at least. Well, it's, well yeah. It's yeah, I know it. Bill Clinton's name was on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Hawking was on it. That's dude. the fucking weirdest part. Yeah. Have you guys, dude, have you guys, I, I saw this one TikTok. This is kind of bad, but I saw this one TikTok where it was like Stephen Hawking at the Epstein house. And it was that song that goes, push me, me and, and then, then just touch me, me till I can get my satisfaction. satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dude, uh, yeah, I was like, what the fuck was he doing in there? He was there. Michael Jackson was there, but, you know, he moonwalked out of any situation. <laughs> so like, yeah. I, th- I, thought, I think it said in the documents that Michael Jackson was present and he was in the pool, but he was not partaking yeah, in any yeah, of Yeah, he was just there. Yeah, that's that's the main thing about the documents that people need to realize. It's I think what I've heard, it's a list of a log of people going to the island. Mm-hmm. And so... That's not technically saying that they did anything wrong yet, of course. But obviously, yeah. if you're going to an island, then that's like, you know, it's kind of yeah, fucked up. Yeah, you know up. what you're doing. You know what you're doing, but there's no, like, the confirmation. Uh, confirmation or, like, demands that, like, mm-hmm. saying, like, accusing them of they did this or not. Yeah. So it's just, like, a log so far, just names, basically, who were there. Yeah. Who else was there? Oh, remember. Prince Prince Andrew <gasps> from... But apparently my mom said that like they knew about him because there was video footage of him there or with something like not with the girls, but like leaving the island or something. I don't know what exactly, Mm. but like it was hard proof that he was involved in that kind of stuff. Oh, God. Never Um, trust. Oh, Donald Trump, right? (laughs) Yeah, he was listed as well. He was listed as well. Um, Apparently, this is one thing I'm reading on like an Instagram post. I don't know if it's true, but it says Epstein documents claim Stephen Hawking liked watching in quotes, undressed midgets solve complex equations on a chalkboard that was set too high. <laughs> Can you see? <laughs> Just imagine they're trying to the MC and they're chopping equals and they can't even like reach. And Stephen Hawking's like, yes, yes. Higher. Higher. <laughs> so apparently that's a kink. <laughs> or maybe they have to like climb up on each other to make like a ladder <laughs> so they can reach. That's so shocking. Oh my gosh, no. There's someone else I can't remember. Dude, I think, okay, I don't, this is probably not true. I think this is just like speculation. Yeah, because I didn't see her on the official document, but someone I read real quick on Instagram that they were like, oh, Michelle Obama's on the list. Again, again. I heard something about that. I don't know. Not Michelle. (laughs) <laughs> like he book? knows her personally <laughs> For real. have you read her book i have not but i bet spectacular oh my god i think my yeah. mom read her book oh really yeah it was really she better than you <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, read she's book. the first lady so yeah yeah so i was like dang but again i was just like scrolling and i was like michelle obama on the list possibly so i was like oh not michelle you know obama but then i was like oh hell no i think i heard her read like oprah was mentioned too oh yeah Ooh, i don't know yeah, Oprah will keep. You get a young underage girl. Oh my you god! god. <laughs> no, that's that's fucked up. But yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, Oprah does give me kind of like I, I'm not saying like predator vibes, but she gives me like fake vibes. She oh, hundred percent. She gives me yeah. like Ellen DeGeneres vibes. Oh yes, 100%. I remember when the whole like Prince Harry and his wife like they were kicked out of like the monarchy or they chose to like leave it. And they had that scoop with the wife on Oprah, like that special. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I watched it, she sounded like she's everything sounded like scripted to be like, oh, my God, this is like what shocking and whatever. So like, <laughs> I remember like the specific part that I'm thinking of, of when they were talking about how she was pregnant and there was concerns because the, the wife has like black ancestry. I think like her mom's oh, yeah, that's right. either black or half black, something like that. And so... But she, the daughter, she, the wife, she comes out, she's white passing basically, mm-hmm. and the monarchy was concerned of like the color, the skin tone of the baby. Of course. And Oprah was like, a dramatic like long pause. It was like, what? And like, <laughs> and the music just like, dun, 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 dun. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. god, this is so extra. Yeah, that that sounds very extra. Yeah, but that's kind of on brand because I so Taraji P Henson is one of my favorite actresses. She was cooking in Empire. 
she was in hustle and flow like that was i think her breakout role she was in hidden figures a lot of like <clears throat> big she's, names she's amazing yeah so she's in a new movie called i think the color of purple i think it's called oh, yeah. oh. so so oprah was i think the director of I mean, like three other um african-american leads and there was a lot of speculation that there was a lot of beef between oprah and taraji p henson because at the awards or whatever oprah would not even approach taraji p henson like they would just stay away from each other and i think it's because there was talk that there was i don't know if it was taraji no it wasn't taraji p henson it was another actress who did a movie with oprah as a director and tyler perry and they're like oh we need you to come over to like this different country for publicity but you're not gonna get paid for it so you just need to come and do it and she was like no i'm not gonna why am I going to go fly? None of my expenses are covered to do publicity if I'm not going to get paid for it. And that like, you know, rubbed them the wrong way. And she wasn't even making that much anyways. Like she makes half of what a lead leading white actress makes. So she's like, I'm not, I'm already like getting a cut out of this. Right. And now you want me to do this shit for free when I'm not even getting paid adequately? No. So I think Taraji P. Hansen follows that sentiment. I think that's also why there's like tension between Oprah and her. So Oprah ain't it right now. Yeah, Oprah is. Yeah, she ain't been it for a long time. Like, there's been uh, Alex, what you were talking about, just like her being weird during those interviews. There's been interviews of her like in the early 2000s that there's like compilations on TikTok I've seen where it's like Oprah making her guests like feel uncomfortable and like I can't name like an interview that I remember, but it was just like a compilation of Oprah having these interviews with like stars and stuff but the way that she would word her questions it was to like villainize or make try to make the celebrities look bad and stuff and you could tell it was like multiples like five six like more than a handful of celebrities and they all kind of had like similar reactions to where they were trying to answer questions but it was kind of like the celebrity was like i know what you're doing like i know you're trying to make me look better trying to spin like a simple answer to a question into some kind of scandal or something because you want more views on your show yeah so she's just not it that's just like ellen that's exactly what happened to ellen yeah yeah is she still like doing her show no it got canceled years ago after it was like after COVID, because her staff came out and said like she's really mean she's awful she's awful to the guests used to be used to be a a supporter i know that's why i was heartbroken i'm like ellen the (laughs) fuck what is she doing because ellie no ellie (laughs) Ellie. (laughs) no i'll never get to 12th day of christmas now How could you do this to us? <laughs> to us after all we've been through. No, dude. Yeah, I remember I would text no. us on after school or like on the weekend. I'd be like, "What are you doing, bro?" Watching like, Ellen. Ellen. Yeah, <laughs> I recorded Ellen. So watching it. Oh my god. Yeah. This dude. story is so sad. Dude, yeah. Yeah. You would watch Ellen. But after that thing came out with COVID, and then she made a very distasteful like prison joke. I can't remember what it was, but everyone was like, "Yo, that's not funny." And then everyone started to like see the real colors. Her staff started post stuff. And then I think her real downfall was her interview with Dakota Johnson. I think she's the actress of Fifty Shades of Grey. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But there, during that interview, uh, she was like, yeah, Ellen, you didn't come to my birthday. And Ellen was like, oh, well, I wasn't invited. And Dakota was like, no, that's not true. Uh, you were invited. You just didn't come. You, didn't, you just declined. And Ellen's like, oh, really? She's like, yeah, you didn't come, Ellen. <laughs> oh my god to the <laughs> oh. and people are like damn she got called out and Ellen had nothing to say i think they might have cut the break after that <laughs> yeah so it's like it's... yeah so that was it just sucks because someone who's like you would think is a nice person and they but then you look at some of their interviews like i know shady yeah like she would scare her guests and at first she's like oh that's funny but then after a while it's like you're like i don't know it just it just became you know, one i think i was i didn't even watch it i just know like he was on it when that kid on 
uh, some vine got popular. It was like uh, Daniel with the white vans. Oh damn, yeah. Daniel! Yeah, yeah he was that yeah. one. He got onto the show. I was like, why are you bringing on to like a teenager that like uh, got famous for like a few seconds? She did the same thing with um Alex from Target. Alex from Target. Yeah, That's yeah. Cute, whatever. And so cashier. I was like, this is like weird, only because like they got. I mean, they popped off, of course, yeah. and like because of that, <laughs> they even popped off even more. But then like what after like there's she was just uh, yeah it was just to go off the hype because that yeah. was the yeah. biggest thing so it's like oh i got alex from target on my show yeah it's like i got an emmy award-winning like actor like mm-hmm. good for you ellen yeah no but um an interview i felt kind of bad like i i guess it was like self-reflection i was watching ellen do like those interviews and stuff and one where i was like man the world really thought like most of the world because i'm pretty sure some people were like oh that's completely inappropriate but most of the world thought that this was completely okay she had she loved justin bieber like yeah. she had mm-hmm. justin bieber on her show at Quite least often. at yeah. least four different times yeah or more but there was this one time where she had him on and his like nudes had just gotten like like he was oh, on the yeah, beach yeah, yeah, yeah. and like his <gasps> thing was out yeah and so he, she was interviewing him she's like so justin these pictures and she put like yeah. the picture like on the big yeah, yeah the giant thing and she was like care to talk about this and like yeah justin just like was like oh my gosh like f- feeling so embarrassed and like i'm not a justin bieber stan like i like his music but yeah. even me like i feel bad for him i was like who wants to discuss that yeah. on a show that's airing to like millions in america yeah. like, like something what the like, fuck, you, Ellen? like people yeah. do like on like lower podcasts, like not like on big national TV that like something yeah. like that. Yeah, this yeah. is weird. But even like us, we have a show. Like I can't imagine doing that to anybody. Yeah, you know. We should like, try and see how it feels. <laughs> no, and we're canceled. <laughs> yeah, bring someone in like you are a cheater. You care to explain? And they come back we at us. Test. <laughs> oh God! They're yeah, like, like you did this. We're like cut, cut, cut. Oh my God! Technical <laughs> difficulties. Edit, edit. Cindy. Yeah. Oh. Cindy would do that. So yeah. And that's funny like, you mentioned her because we were talking about Cindy the other day. I'm just like because we were talking about about high school and how Cindy would just come with these comebacks like it just she was, was quick like, she was so quick and one of my favorites i i remember was did i stutter <laughs> dude iconic i say it all the time now so like cindy funny. if you're somehow listening iconic come on our show um but yeah but she was just so quick with these things as i was telling Daniela, sometimes it would just anger me more so because i had nothing to say and i just felt embarrassed i'm like right, damn she yeah. got me Checkmate. Yeah, she checkmated me like four times in a row. She was, <laughs> you were playing chess. She was playing 3D chess. She, oh, she was yes. <laughs> 3D yeah. chess. And she I told was. Hassan, I was like, I wonder how she was so quick with the comebacks because even in Collinswood, she wasn't part of like the popular squad or whatever. But no one bullied Cindy. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like you know, where's the trauma? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where's the trauma that makes you so good at this? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, she had older siblings, yeah. but still like. It was probably just a home thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, I know she had like some family stuff going on, like with her brother and. Yeah, yeah. All but I don't of think that. her brother would bully her to make her become like a beast with these comebacks. No, 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 like when you get family, yeah. you you instantly roast each other. That's true. Well, That's true. We'll have to, uh, but how did we get? We we went from Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> to, to this Oprah to, to Ellen. Ellen. No, to but Cindy. I <laughs> I was obsessed for the longest time with that whole Jeffrey Epstein Island stuff, That's and I would yeah. tell everybody like it was one of the things i was like you know i was looking forward to like you know some people are like oh we want to find where jesus's tombs at we want to find no like what i cared about in this life (laughs) was that list list. i wanted each and every one of those motherfuckers on the list that actually did something to just like Mm, i wanted them exposed and like i would even sometimes like this topic was something that sometimes like i would lay in my room and really start thinking about it (laughs) 
I'd be like, dude, like anonymous, you know, the hacker group yeah, anonymous. Yeah. I was like, those bitches need to hack like the computer system and expose that list. Like they need to hack the government, expose that list. You know what you should do? You should get one of the checks from your boss and put the charity to anonymous and like yes. take this, do what you need to do, get that list. For yeah. real. Get yeah, get the real, like the yeah, real, real list. Yeah, but here, here's all your funding. Yeah, but you know, something that's like weird about that island, because I watch documentaries, y'all. Hella <laughs> documentaries on that, is that on that island um do you guys know anything about his island no. not really okay so like underage girls so it's a it's a like around it's a very well-kept it's a very beautiful island very um but he had like a lot of weird art around the island but one of the things that he had on there was it's this uh perfectly square kind of like house i would say it's more it's more of a room and it stands out because the house is painted in a way it doesn't have a roof it's just like a square like a cube imagine that just like a cube with like doors it's two oh. big wooden doors um and the thing though it's painted it's blue and white stripes and like that and then it has like it does have a roof my bad it's like a golden roof okay. um very, like super golden it's like the the focal point of the island like it's on a big hill and you can see it like even if you're driving to it from the ocean you can see it but um you know after uh, jeffrey epstein got exposed and all that like everyone had to move out of the island but there were people that would sneak in onto the island to like walk around and see like what was on the island and the one of the people that snuck on there they said that the door to that house or whatever is like more like a like a shed whatever you want to call it it was made in a way to where it can only be locked from the outside like mm. it can't be locked from the inside and nobody knows what's in there and stuff and then on like the corner of that of that building it says like epstein and stuff like that oh my god and then people think that that square whatever's in that that room it leads to like t a tunnel system underground that's the hypothesis oh. nobody has ever actually the broken in it, yeah. yeah proven it but it's just like if you guys listeners like look it up it's just such a weird structure on that island like it sticks out like a sore thumb and like that that building that structure where it's at um it overlooks like the ocean and if you go a little bit more down he had like a giant sundial like just on the floor it's very like cryptic stuff that only yeah. like weird ass <clears throat> people would do never trust um, a person with a sundial but you know people drop dro um fly drones over the island and stuff like frequently isn't it vacated now no that, that's the thing though like this happened maybe like six months ago someone flew their drone someone got on a jet ski close enough to the island to where they couldn't like really be seen or like get shot down or something they got their drone out flew the drone to the island and they gave us like footage of what it was there's people working there because that like he saw people taking trash out he saw mm. uh people like working on the lawns he saw like like people are still there and stuff and so that was the question it's like why are they still taking care of this place so much if supposedly nobody lives here anymore and Ooh, stuff interesting. and so and now apparently that island is like they're trying to bid it off like to like mm, a seller and stuff but I'm, I'm like who the hell is gonna want to buy that <clears throat> yeah. like i wouldn't want to buy some shit like that yeah. knowing what happened and stuff yeah so it's like it's crazy it's really crazy but i hope i really do want to know what's in that room like i hope as the story develops and yeah. stuff they like show what is what so is it is it just one room or like a house because i imagine a massive like cube it's, size of a house no, so is it just like a she small, said it was like a, like a shed kind of it's like a shed it's it's okay. a big cube Okay. Like that's painted while uh, horizontal white and blue stripes. Okay. But it's like I would say maybe like the the size of it is maybe like the size of um uh, like a like a gym, like like our okay. old gym. Okay. So it's not that big. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, like okay. The, the our old elementary school gym. Okay, gotcha. So it's just weird. That that people are weird. Bro. <clears throat> people weird. are weird. Yeah. So 
Well, speaking of weird people, we have some Reddit stories. Oh, yes. Um, some relationship. This is from the subreddit relationship advice. Okay. Um, first story, and this is uh, titled, My 27 female boyfriend, 33 male, proposed to me on New Year's Day and is going to ruin our relationship. Oh. Oh. Uh, my boyfriend proposed to me on New Year's and it's going to ruin our relationship. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost four years and he proposed to me on New Year's Day after a really fun weekend together of celebrating the holiday. It was a spur of the moment. I love you so much and want to do this right now kind of proposal. And all night after he proposed, we were super giddy and excited. He mentioned he wanted to wait to tell people until I had a ring to show off and said he wanted me to pick out my ring so he knew I could get exactly what I, the one I wanted. What's been off is every time I've tried to bring up anything about the ring, he seems uncomfortable. Not something he expressed, just something I picked up on. I brought it up with him three days ago and expressed that I wanted to be able to start telling our family slash friends even without a ring because I couldn't wait to share our relationship's most precious moment with the people that we love. He then told me he wasn't ready to tell people because the idea scares him. Not because I don't have a ring yet. He says the idea of marriage was terrifying and he needed a couple of days to think about it. I felt like my world shattered. I got upset and expressed that if he felt this way, he shouldn't have proposed to begin with exactly. because he's clearly not ready for that step. I expressed that it was hurtful for him to be to put me through the joy of feeling engaged to him, only to rip it away a couple of days later. I'm still not sure where he stands on this. Every time I've tried to bring it up since, he'd shut down. I don't know how to feel. Am I being too harsh slash critical of, him, of how he's acting? Or am I getting my answer of whether or not we should be together based on his actions since the proposal? No, she's not wrong. He's stupid she, as fuck. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> like, if you weren't ready, like, even in the spur of the moment, like... I wonder if he was, like, drunk and that's probably, like, a flush of emotions came out, like, mm -hmm. having a good time yeah. with the person you love that you've been with four years, and then it just came out. Yeah. And then he has to, like, deal with the consequences. Right. Like, oh, shit. I did say that. Oh, God. But then, I don't know. If he was feeling like <clears throat> that, I would think, uh, you know, maybe just ask her to move in with you. If you, like, you know, maybe he was just feeling like, oh, I want to be together. Yeah. All, like, more all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, you're my favorite person. But, like, they should not have. Yeah. He should not have done that. Um, or at least I don't a day think... later. Just say something like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I was. Like, even though it sucks to have that conversation right after. But at least, you know, it was right after. Not, like, three days yeah. of just, like, awkward encounters. And just be like, hey, like, I'm sorry. That's so like, weird. Because he proposed <laughs> to her. And then he was like, I want he it seems this like felt he was so right he said he, it felt so right and then it would show it showed that he was being even more thoughtful by saying oh don't tell people because i want to make sure you have the ring yeah, that you like yeah. so it's like these three green flags and he like takes it all back and stuff and he's like oh i'm, I'm scared of the commitment yeah it wasn't about the ring or anything it was just like oh, i just don't know so it sounds like he's not really serious about this at least taken to the next level but then like why even bother i don't know so oh. some comments here say, this one commenter said, he basically regretted it the morning after. And OP responded, that's exactly what I think. But when I asked him point blank if he regretted it, he said no. And then they replied back saying, trust actions, not words. It was you who was giddy, not him. Um, oh. Facts. Ooh, this is a long comment. Facts, no printer. Facts, no <laughs> I'm gone. Um, no someone <laughs> gave a lengthy essay said, what I'm getting out of this is that you are not engaged. I'm really sorry, OP. Seems like he got excited at the moment and blurted out the words, but he doesn't actually want to be engaged or married. But now he doesn't know how to tell you this, which I get. I would not know either. So he is kind of half stringing you along, half hoping the problem just magically goes away. So sadly, it's on you to sit him down and just ask openly, does he want to be engaged? Because if not, you are not going to keep him in this state of engagement against his will. And if yes, you need a specific time frame on the ring and the wedding preparations, and you are telling people ASAP. 
He has to be sincere with you and with himself. And if he tells you yet again he does not regret it, but refuses to start telling people ASAP and walks box at making a time frame for the ring or other stuff, then trust his actions, not words. It's a yes, I regret it. And in my opinion, if four years in, in and all of those pro-marriage talks and he is regretting it so fast and backing away, it is likely he won't marry you at all. Dang. If he shuts down... You need to keep pushing. If that is not possible because he shuts down so completely that you literally cannot discuss this, then you are not engaged. He is not marrying you. So decide if you are okay with the relationship the way it is now with no further commitment because that man will not marry you, OP. And no, to me, you are not too harsh. If someone proposed to me and then with their behavior made it clear they don't actually want to be engaged and don't feel engaged, to me, I would be heartbroken. I don't think he was malicious, but that doesn't change the fact that it was a thoughtless, painful thing to do, and he is not dealing with the aftermath well either. Since instead of just biting the bullet and telling you it was a mistake, he is just avoiding it like a child. Yeah. Yikes. That's some tough love, but she said... She, they're right. Snaps yeah. to her. She yeah, said it, yeah. They're that right. Has to be her best friend or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. someone who's like personal. Yeah. Oh, man. But the I fact mean, that the stranger took the time to yeah, write that. I know. Yeah, for real. Shout out to them. Some people are yeah. like just hella committed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I... And now thinking about it, I think if I was in that position and he did that, like, yes, no, like, wishy-washy, mm -hmm. I think in conclusion, I would just not want to marry that person at all. Because yeah, even if I do end up getting married, I would just always remember, like, what we had to go through to yeah. even get married and stuff. So I'd just be like, you know what? Like, you ruined it. Yeah, because it's like... Is you shut off my day. Shut on it. Just shut on it. As, yeah, as Hassan would say. Yeah, back in Just shat on my proposal. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Sorry, OP. Yeah, but, yeah, I think, well, yeah, I guess what's final remarks? She's not wrong for feeling the way that she needs to feel. Honestly, yeah. girl, leave that man. Like, yeah. he, yeah, he, have, ru he ruined it. Have that one conversation. And like that commenter said, if it doesn't, it goes one-sided where he's just shutting down. Yeah, it's not worth. Which you you like got your answer. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah you like got your answer. Tragic. Anyways. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. Thank you, next. Moving on. Um, my wife, 28 female, likely cheated on me, 27 male, during a night out with friends. <gasps> Throw away account for obvious reasons. Me and my wife have been together for six years, married for two. We met at a birthday party hosted by one of our mutual friends, asked her out, and has been together ever since. Our relationship has always been great, and despite being married, we still live more or less the fun life we had before marriage as we decided to have kids at the 30s. We work in adjacent office buildings, go out most nights, and have regular sex. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She has a close-knit friends, group of eight, and all but two, including my wife, are single. She hangs out with them most sometimes, and they are good friends with me as well. So last Friday, she told me that her friends called her over for a sleepover and asked me whether she could go, in parentheses, because we already had plans to go to a movie. I said that it was okay as they only hang out with each other once in a while, and we can always go the next week. About midnight, I was checking Instagram before going to sleep when I noticed that one of her friends had uploaded a story, opened it, and found them dancing in what seems to be a club, and there was my wife dancing intimately with a guy in what seemed like going for a kiss before the story ended. Oh. I was obviously shocked and called her, but there was no answer. Messaged her, but no response either. A few minutes later, the story was deleted. They Yikes. probably noticed that they he saw... Know. She came home around 10, sat 10 a.m. Saturday and has been <sighs> acting normally. I asked her about last night. She said that they went to a club and then slept over at one of the girls' house. When I asked her why she didn't answer me, she said that she p had put the phone on charge upstairs and that they were all drunk. I am yet to confront her with the Instagram story. I have screen record of it. I have nice, been, smart man. Yes. Has been waiting to see if she will tell something, but to no avail. 
I am at a break at work now, so as I had to come in to do a Sunday shift scheduled from earlier, I want to confront her tonight. <gasps> <laughs> Confrontation. How would I bring this up, especially since she had never given me reason to doubt her before? I worry if I come in too strong and she only dance, it would make the situation worse. Uh, TLDR, wife went out with girlfriends for a night out, saw a video of her dancing intimately with another man, and a possible kiss. I really hope this is part two. I mean, yeah. even if she didn't kiss him, dancing intimately with another yeah. man, no. You've already been married. No. Yeah, you're married. You've been dating for like, what, four years or whatever. They have kids, they said? They, they yeah, have kids. kids. Nah, she, she, no, she Yeah. Leave <laughs> <laughs> for the streets. Ho. I can say it. Yeah, she for the streets. So how, how would you guys, he's asking how to bring it up. That's because like he doesn't want to come off too strong, but yeah. like I'm all for coming off too strong. I don't yeah, give a fuck. you can't. You can't. Soft, That's true. Yeah, I would be like, hey, like you know, I just be like, hey, we need to talk. Yeah, yeah I saw, firm. and he has the video, so yeah. she can't Can like gaslight him. This? Well, but <laughs> like, yeah, I'd be like, hey, yeah, we need to talk. Like, I saw this video on your friend's story. Play the video, whatever. Um, I don't feel comfortable. I think it was kind of inappropriate that you were dancing like this with him. And then at the very end, you see, maybe like zoom in a little bit. Yeah. Be like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, you know, it looks like you guys are gonna kiss. Um, I did want you to happen. Yeah, like, did something happen? And even if nothing like sexual happened, why are you dancing like this yeah. with some man when I'm not around? Like, you know, like what's wrong with you? It's unprofessional. And, and unethical. unethical just like my boss <laughs> yeah some comments say tell her you want to discuss something and just show her the video ask her if it's what it looks like don't give her any opportunities to come up with a story or try to deny mm. approach with the proof from the get-go and it says here she already know she already knows he knows the friend posted it and saw he watched it so it got deleted she already has a story formulated and her ass covered she had time to coordinate stories and with Ooh. her friends and based on the way she's acting, thinks uh, thinks she's in the clear. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I do think, yeah, he I probably waited too long. Yeah, she already has. To, yeah, like, she had enough get time. her, like, yeah, to confront be, her about yeah. it. That wasn't me. That's just someone that looks like me. Um, or whatever. Someone else said, I'd start a conversation asking who was the guy she kissed at the club and oh. not, did you kiss someone? Regardless, you know, you now know your wife participates like she's single while out with these friends, whether she went beyond dancing or not. You'll have to figure out how to protect the boundaries of your relationship and moving forward. Yeah. It's all about having a conversation, like these tough conversations, because, you know, people act a certain way that there's a reason for it. Like, what is the reason? If there's something lacking in the relationship, she needs to be forward with him and be like, hey, you don't make me feel loved, which I don't think is the case considering they have great sex. They're going on multiple dates and they still have a thriving social life. Yeah. But whatever the case may be, she needs to just be upfront with him and be like, hey, this is what is making me upset maybe she's not getting the attention she wants from him maybe he's not complimenting her enough or making her feel beautiful enough if that's the case just let him know you can't solve a a, pro, a person doesn't know about a problem if you don't let them know there's a problem yeah, yeah. and if she and if she got drunk it's just like it wasn't like all her inhibitions went away then she should just own up to it yeah, yeah, like, yeah. i'm sorry i was drunk and i almost made a mistake or i did kiss him just be upfront because if you try to hide it it's going to be a lot worse yeah mm -hmm. just snowballs yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Tragic. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> great start. Great start. Me, female 32, and my husband, male 34, have been together for 14 years. He won't let me break up with him. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> he won't. Okay. She's trapped. <laughs> trapped. Her grammar is off. Me, 40. Uh, uh, <laughs> my speaking is off. Me, female 32, and my husband, M34, have been together for 14 years, married for 10 years. We have four children and two dogs. The last few years of our marriage, something has changed. I'm not sure what or why, but it has. 
About two years ago, he become quite he became quite controlling. Would start an argument with me if I went out with the girls for cocktails, or would be all moody with me. This sounds like the perspective of the other girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, now I know he has cheated in the past. Oh. We're talking six plus years ago. Uh, we worked hard to get through it, and we carried on living a beautiful life. I'm unsure if this behavior now is him worrying I'll do the same. I don't know. Anyway, about a year ago, I tried telling him that it was I was no longer happy, and this relationship isn't what I want anymore. My feelings have changed. I love him. I really do love him, but not the way I should anymore. We're not intimate. When we have been, I felt like I had to, and I didn't enjoy it. Couldn't wait for it to be over. He's my best friend, but I feel like that's all he is anymore, in a sad emoji. Um, My issue is he won't listen. He won't give up. Whenever I've tried to end things, he won't listen. He will keep on and on. He'll blow up my phone up, begging me to change my mind. He's relentless, and it's exhausting. I don't want to live my life unhappy, but he doesn't seem to care about that as long as he has me and it's destroying me. I know it upsets him, and the last thing I want to do is hurt him, but he deserves to be happy too, and he can't be truly happy with someone who clearly doesn't want to be with him anymore. I just don't know what to do to get him to give up on us. I should probably add that we no longer live together. Oh, we mm. haven't found we haven't for a, around a year. How can I make him realize that this is not okay and that breaking up is what I really want? So they've been, they've been separated for a year. That's pretty clear. It should be clear to him that yeah. you know, she's not. I mean, when he comes over, just don't open the door. Don't open yeah. the door. Don't respond to his texts. Maybe it's because they have kids together. They have to keep. That's what I'm wondering. Like what yeah. she she's concerned about the relationship, but then like what about your kids like if you're living separately who's living with who yeah. are they joint maybe custody they, like, but like yeah maybe they flip flop but yeah. like because they're divorced like they don't have like any uh like contract basically like abiding who oh. has custody and who's not oh. so it's still like they're not divorced yet kind of up in the air so like it's basically just a mutual agreement that's not bound binding so i don't know that's interesting yeah, that is interesting. That's tough. It's like she's in a loveless marriage and she can't escape. He won't let. He's manipulating her, but being like, yeah. "No, please don't, don't give up on us." He Maybe, probably uses the kids as leverage too. Yeah, um, the kid kids is so tough because I've seen so many times that like, because that was what I was gonna say is that maybe to what he needs to see to finally understand that she does not want to be with him anymore is maybe she needs to find somebody else like a boyfriend or something and then when he sees that oh she's found a new boyfriend or whatever yeah it'll really hurt him and he might get kind of crazy but like that'll just be the realization it's like oh she does not want to be with that me sounds anymore. like a little risky one yeah. because like if the, if she wants to divorce him then that's gonna look badly on her because mm-hmm. like she didn't file divorce yet um it's gonna look like like she just always had this boyfriend from the get-go but like who is it gonna look bad and for like for, for her for her but like but for, what do you mean, like legal wise, like in legal court? Wise, yeah, in, in court. In but court. like, can't she pull up all the messages from like a year ago of him spamming her and being like, "Hey, I tried to divorce him." She could, but like, I don't know. Lawyers yeah. can be just be tricky and just be like, "That's true." Yeah, and then it's always like the public's going to be like, "Oh, well, she's just a hoe because she just wants another man and she didn't even try to fight for him." Or so I feel like, especially being a woman, like a woman, it's harder. You have to fight so much more against mm-hmm. all these different stigmas. And, like, he's trying to fight for the kids. And, yeah, like Alex said, with lawyers, it'll just get really messy. And you, you put the kids through that, too. It's just, it's, yeah. What if she calls the police? But for what, though? Like, he's, like not, for, he's not being physical. And the police can't do anything? Like Maybe if, a restraining if keeps, order. If he keeps calling and calling and calling? No. Nah. I mean, they'll appreciate. probably suggest, like, a restraining order. Okay. And they'll block his number. And, and like but she still, that still wouldn't make them a divorce, right? No. If it sounds like he's like incessantly obsessed with her, then like Maybe. it's gonna get. It sounds like it'll get worse. But I think 
yeah, like people are saying on here, serving divorce papers might wake him up. Probably won't, though. Do it anyway. He can't actually stop you from divorcing him. Good luck. Be safe. The most dangerous moment for a woman in a marriage like yours is when you try to leave. Do not hesitate to call the police if you feel afraid. Um, I would go with like my... I would go with a, a guy like my brother, my dad, my mm-hmm. uncle, mm-hmm. my like whatever, like a friend. Whole squad. Yeah, I would go with like yeah. Yeah, but it sounds like she already like moved out on her own. Well, she didn't say. No, to get him to sign the divorce, like to deliver oh, the divorce oh. papers. Oh, oh, okay. Well, someone does go. that, doesn't? Don't they? No, like I thought so. I th- they're like you've been served. Yeah, they give you the papers. Oh, I thought yeah. I thought if you wanted to divorce someone, you had to go and give. No, them. the court does that. Well, yeah. I think. Or mail them. No, right? yeah, I think like yeah. they'll try. Like it's up to you at first. If they don't respond. And the court will send someone like you are you have been served yeah. whatever oh. so they try to be sneaky Damn, someone tough. else said this and op please upgrade your security change the logs and switch to text mm. communication only so you can keep records in case you need to get it a restraining order don't take their call but allow them to leave voice messages oh that's smart leave a re- leave a trail yeah and i wonder why he doesn't want to di- like i wonder why he doesn't want to divorce her it could be i mean that's just a, a number of things it could be maybe like low self-esteem he's like i'll never find a woman like this again and they've been married for 14 years so maybe he doesn't want to go back to dating because it's harder harder especially if you're like older well, like he was only in his 30s so he's not that old but it's still difficult to get him back into the dating scene um maybe he is obsessed with her so he's like mentally ill so he's like she's clearly got some traumas because she's kind of like afraid of him basically yeah or just like attached in a weird way um someone said they they replied to one specific portion says the last thing i want to do is hurt him and they say that's sad because he doesn't mind hurting you at all he seems to enjoy it and then copying again he can't be truly happy with someone who clearly doesn't want to be with him anymore and she says oh honey that's not how this works at all you hating his this is part of the attraction he enjoys bullying you that's why he can't bear to lose you Ooh, that's wow. nice. that yeah, she, she psychoanalyzed him clearly. <laughs> clearly we're too young to know any yeah, of this shit yeah, yeah. Oh Damn. fuck no! Damn, she yeah, she psychoanalyzed homeboy. Damn, what a what a story to end this with. <laughs> crazy husbands, crazy. Mostly, I forgot the other stories already. My mind went blank. Uh, <laughs> cheating wife cheating, potentially. Pot, potentially oh, cheating that's wife. Right, cheating wife. What was the first um, one? the proposal that like. Oh, that's right. He kind of backed oh, out. Oh yeah, he's trying to back out, but not really. Yeah. Bottom yeah. Line, communication. Bottom line. Communication. Communication. Communica- yeah, Talk with your partner. Sounds very cliche, but yeah, communication. Yeah, it's. The foundation of a relationship, yeah. yeah. The, the pillar of a strong relationship, if you will. There you go. The foundation. Of the yeah, of the relationship. <laughs> All right, what else did we learn? Uh, we learned a little bit about the, the Rosca. The Rosca, yeah, fun, fun, good bread. Make sure you hydrate so you can get hungover and puke all over the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Jeffrey, and Epps, Jeffrey Epstein oh, the, uh, yeah, needs to be stopped. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's already dead. Oh, true. Oh. True. Well, the people that helped him <laughs> need to be stopped. The other menaces of yeah, society. Yeah, the other menaces of society need to be exposed. The, the house needs to be investigated. Yeah, the weird ass shack thing. Yeah. That so. could be a whole TV show, honestly. Uh, Probably it is. I'll watch Epstein's fuck, shack. I would watch the fuck oh, out be, of that. Yeah. You'd be the executive producer. Oh, uh, yeah. You'd be, be on that set. I'll be committed. Yeah. yeah so. Be like, no, no, wrong angle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are the midgets? <laughs> we have to reenact this. Come on, bring them in. <laughs> Where are my complicated equations? Wait, guys, are we allowed to say midgets? I saw a TikTok video about this. <laughs> oh, so we're, we're good. We're, we're quoting no. the source. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. I, um, we're quoting the source. I don't remember what exactly, but the what guy the was like basically saying he'd rather be called midget than like some other like slurs that people have told him before. Oh. So I was like, oh. like little little people little person i what think that was one that they don't like oh i'm not person. sure they had a whole show little people big world 
on TLC. My mom used to watch the shit out of that show. Well, who knows? Okay. Oops. Well, <laughs> well, whatever it's. We're sorry if we're not supposed to call them midgets. <laughs> we're, we're just quoting. Yeah. Calling the source. Calling the, the source. source. Yeah, yeah, our primary source. But other than that, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us for our first episode of season two. 2024. 2024. Uh, you know, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Yeah. Oh, also, if you yourself would like to be on the show, reach out to any of the three of us. You oh, know, yeah. yeah, we'd be more than happy to host people and uh, give you guys a chance to share your stories. Yeah, we'll bring it right on in. Yep. So with that, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye, Bye. bitch. <laughs> <laughs>